SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Monday, December 5th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to the website, oppositepicks.com, hit the contact Scott icon, and fire away. Ah, what's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, beautiful Monday? Here's truly sitting in as we take you right up until uh, noon Eastern time, reviewing what happened yesterday and hopefully more importantly, what's going to happen uh, later on tonight. Yes, San Fran wins the battle but loses the war. Clemson loses the battle but wins the war. Buffalo's number one. Second chance doesn't help the Reuters. Since he gets number three, college football's final four. Red, white, and blue for Big D. Rocky Mountain High for Dion. Giant mistake at NHL first, and the Titans do it to us again. We will get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks all coming up right here on uh, Sports Grid Radio. Ah, yes, uh, there you go. We got a full, full plate, uh, plate of things to get to today, including uh, Jimmy G being out. So uh, get ready for the uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, Tim Tebow. As long as you threw Kaepernick in there, I'm going to throw Tim Tebow in there. Rumors about coming out of retirement. Uh, boy, what a trend. Just rip up those uh, San Francisco 49er tickets. As good as they are, and as good as they were yesterday, they are not winning a Super Bowl. With uh, Brock Purdy. Uh, It's just not happening. Uh, Looks like the Ravens uh, avoided disaster with uh, Lamar Jackson's knee. We'll get to that. Trevor Lawrence as well. Uh, Boy, that was an ugly, uh, that was probably the ugliest looking tackle you'll ever see. (coughs) Fortunately, his knee uh, wasn't hurt that bad. But what if they bent backwards like in about five places if you didn't see it? Boy, Giants screw up. We got uh, the Cleveland Browns back with uh, Deshaun Watson. 27 points. Pretty good job, right? Uh, Think again. Fred McGriff is in. Uh, we got Dion in at Colorado. So plenty of things to, to get to. Where are we going to start? Well, let's start with uh, last Monday, shall we? Last Monday, we told you about the Tennessee Titans being the only team not to throw a touchdown pass, ruining our 130-1 to ticket. And they came oh so close as uh, they had... Uh, A touchdown pass apparently happening, but uh, they decided to fumble the football at the five-yard line, and uh, the rest is history. They never scored again. And they had an opportunity, though, late in the game, you know, down. It was going to be seven with the ball, just uh, under two minutes left, uh, needing a touchdown. So you knew they were going to be throwing the ball, so we had a halfway decent chance in that situation, right? But they... uh, Knocked over the center, so the field goal by Cincinnati was waved off, gave the Bengals a first down. Uh, They took three knees, and the game was over, and the Titans special team screwed us. That was last week, 130-1. to This week, we have a little prop on uh, will every team have a field goal, 1 o'clock games on FanDuel. Almost 10-1, to 9.5-1. 
And we're ripping through there. We're off to a great start. We got Pittsburgh field goal. We got Green Bay field goal. We got the Bears field goal. We got Jaguars, Lions field goals. We got Jets, Vikes. We got Giants, uh, Redskin potatoes. Uh, we get a field goal from Baltimore. We get a field goal from Denver. Uh, we get the field goal from Tennessee. Uh, check that. We got a field goal from Houston. Uh, we get a field goal from uh, from Tennessee. Oh, that's right, yeah. And we get a field goal from everybody. We cash our nine and a half to one ticket, right? Oh, wait a minute. There's one more, Scott. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on Tennessee. Those beloved Titans. Fourth quarter, Philadelphia up 18, lining up for a, what, 20, 25-yard chip shot field goal. We're going to cash our tickets, not 55 to 1, it's not 100 to 1, but you know what, 9.5 to 1, I'll take it. We bet it, I'll take it. Why not, right? What could happen? Tennessee decides to jump off sides. First down, Eagles, one, maybe two. I forget. I turned the TV off in disgust. Plays later, touchdown, Eagles. That's your ball game. They go up four scores. No more field goals. No more points being scored, at least not by field goals. And we don't win our nine and a half to one. All teams kick a field goal, one o'clock games. Why? Because the Tennessee special teams did it to us again. Second straight week. Last week, they barrel over the center so we don't get one more crack. And then this week, they jump off sides. The Titans, not the Raiders, you know, not the Arizona Cardinals, not the Detroit Lions or the old Cincinnati Bungles. It's supposed to be a well-coached Tennessee Titans team. They killed us twice. Back-to-back weeks. Oh, you just can't beat the boys in Vegas. Just can't do it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. Welcome back. It is Opsa Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. Yes, uh, mixed emotions, I imagine. Fox Sports there with all the calls. Uh, and then uh, Kyle Shanahan on Jimmy G's season-ending injury. So it's, I guess at this point, going to be Brock Purdy's show. Uh, are they going to win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? No, they are not. So get ready for, like I said, Colin Kaepernick, Tim Tebow, how about, uh, you know, my son mentioned, how about Ryan Fitzpatrick? That's not a bad one. You know, uh, is he great? No. Is he probably still in semi-game shape? You know, doing the TV now for the four-letter network on Monday nights? You know, probably. Um, I, I threw out, how about Drew Brees? There's been inklings about him coming back last year. It's been a year plus now. So is he in any kind of game shape? You know, under normal circumstances, these quarterbacks would all say, no, they're out of the game, that's it, they're done. But, you know, that San Francisco team, boy, uh, you know, I ripped up my ticket. I had to rip it up officially. You don't rip up tickets anymore. Now you cash them back. Uh, FanDuel gave me my money back on the bet. I put it in. I, I, I You know what? I took it right uh, out. Uh, I, I did. In fact, let me go to FanDuel now. Let me just see if they've updated odds because it was 12 to 1. And I said, you know what? 
with Jimmy G being out, even with the win, I, I bet that line goes up. So I might as well bail at my 12, knowing I could buy back in at, what, 15 maybe? Let's see what FanDuel has, just out of curiosity's sake. Uh, no, they still got it at 12. All right, a little surprised at that. But, you know, if you're Drew Brees, now you have a Super Bowl, but and you would delay your Hall of Fame induction stuff. It's just you get into the Hall of Fame another, you know, two more years. But, yeah, who cares about that, right? Does he really worry about it? He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He knows that. So would it come out of retirement to be on a team that you could basically hand the ball off to? I mean, you got McCaffrey. You, you, you know all the weapons. I mean, you got a great defense. If you're Ryan Fitzpatrick, oh, I bet you're chomping at the bit to get back out there, right? I know last year he had the injury early on. Um, is there anybody else out there? Forget Kaepernick. He's been out of the game way too long, way too long. So, you know, there's got to be somebody. Is is somebody willing to help them out? Meaning Carolina Panthers release Sam Darnold. Or wouldn't it be ironic and funny after everything is said and done? Uh, they release Baker Mayfield and San Fran picks up Baker Mayfield and he wins a Super Bowl. I'm telling you, that team could easily win a Super Bowl. They really can. You know, you need a team that has a backup quarterback. Would, would the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, say, yeah, you know what, uh, we really aren't going to use you, Mitch Trubisky. See you later. Would the uh, Indianapolis Colts get rid of Matt Ryan after last night's debacle? Uh, I, I don't know if that would be an upgrade or not, to tell you the truth. You know, so there are teams that have these backup quarterbacks that they really, that they, they don't need, right? Uh, trade deadline has passed. That was November 1st. So you can't make any trades. The only way you can do it is if a team is willing to help you out. Uh, you know, let's release a guy that we know we're not going to bring back. Um, you know, the Dolphins, they wouldn't do this because they have hopes. But I will tell you, you know, they've upgraded Skylar Thompson. Would the Dolphins get rid of Teddy Bridgewater? Would Teddy Bridgewater be an upgrade over Brock Purdy? I think so. And Brock Purdy barely got drafted, right, Mr. Irrelevant? So there are a number of teams, but is anybody going to go out of their way to help the San Francisco 49ers? Probably not, but you never know. That's what you're going to hear. So that's that's just a brutal blow. That's the best team in the NFL. Uh, I think from top to bottom, the weapons they have, the defense they have, that's the best best team in the NFL um, with Jimmy G. Now Jimmy G's got a busted arm. He's got a busted leg. He's got a busted ankle. He's got a busted... You know, what is this going to do to his free agency in the, in the offseason since he's done? All that for what? To play three, four games, and then you break your foot. Man, football's a tough sport. Tough sport. So anyway, yeah, the Tennessee Titans screwed us again. They jump offside so Philadelphia doesn't have to kick a field goal. They get a first down, and they score, and they were the only team. In fact, they were the only team. I didn't play it, but they were the only team to not kick a field goal all of yesterday. So they split the bets up, FanDuel. Uh, one o'clock games and four o'clock games, and then both one o'clock and four o'clock games. All teams to kick a field goal in the one o'clock games was nine and a half to one. All teams to kick a field goal, I think it was like 22 or 25 or so to one. Stink of Tennessee Titans. You know, I can understand if it's the Raiders, the Lions, Bungles, Arizona Cardinals, goofy New York Jets. You know, Chicago Bears now. You know, I, I would get all that. But the Titans with Mike Vrabel are supposed to be a well-coached team. Second straight week. Ugh. Denver, meanwhile, killed us in the 
Will each team one o'clock games get a touchdown and field goal? Philadelphia obviously was one, but Denver was the other one. But that Bronco team just sucks offensively. Wow, are they bad? They they are like we'll never hit a one o'clock uh, touchdown pass one if they're playing one o'clock games. The only the only way we got a shot on that is if uh, they're playing in the four o'clock games. That they, they, they stink. So we came close on that one. That would have paid a nice fifty-five to one. And in the end, <clears throat> excuse me, that was the only team, Denver and in Philadelphia, for one o'clock and four o'clock teams to score a field goal and a touchdown. Every other team did. Wow. Come so you you come so close with these. So, so close. We did it a couple last week, so I can't complain too much, but you know, it would have been nice to cash that nine and a half to one ticket just to, you know, kind of cover all the other bets and make a few shekels. All you have to do is hit one of these, and you're going to make some money if you do, you made the same amount of bet. But we didn't come close with the passing touchdown. Bears didn't get one. Jets didn't get one. Baltimore, Denver, Cleveland, believe it or not, didn't get one. So we weren't even close with that one. But the big uh, the big dagger was the field goal one uh, with the Titans slash Eagles. Unbelievable. Uh, so the Titans team has now lost uh, two in a row. Uh, a giant mistake. Uh, what the Giants in the uh, Washington Redskins potatoes go to overtime? Talk about your bad beat, right? Yeah, no business betting it over in that game anyway. But the over under is 40 and a half, 41, depending on where and when you did your shopping. They're tied at 20, headed to overtime. All right, you think you won the bet, right? It's like NBA, someone's gonna score. Not necessarily. Giants punt the ball with a minute 40 and change left to go at the Washington 45-yard line, fourth and three. What does that tell you about the confidence, the lack thereof they have in uh, Danny Nichols, right? I mean, you got a star quarterback. You're at the opposing team's 45-yard line, and it's only a fourth and three, and you punt the ball. Wow. Then they punt the ball. They pin him uh, at the 10-yard line. Sack drops him to the one. They came within like two feet of getting a safety and winning the game. And then the, the Redskin Potatoes, they do the smart thing, and they run the ball. But here's, you know, I, I didn't know this. Um, I don't know if they made a mistake or I didn't know this. Uh, probably they, I didn't know this. But final five minutes or final two minutes of a game regulation, you go out of bounds, clock stops, and does not start until you snap the football. You go out of bounds with... 10 minutes left to go in the game. Clock stops. They wait five, six, seven seconds, eight seconds, whatever, and they reset the, the star clock, and, and the clock resumes. Well, after the sack, and then after the second down run, the ball goes out of bounds. They fumble the ball out of bounds. The clock started again. I thought, you know, in the final two minutes of overtime, it would stop just like it would if it was the final two minutes of regulation. But it didn't. And then the Giants used a timeout, costing themselves about 20 seconds that they could have had when they had the football. I'll explain more when we come back. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, Fox Sports there with the call. Then Jim Harbaugh, <clears throat> John Harbaugh, actually. Uh, Sam Lamar Jackson's uh, knee injury is not a season-ending one. Kind of interesting. They say it's not a season-ending one. They know that for sure, but they don't know the extent of the injury. Well, what happened? I thought a moment ago you just got through saying it wasn't a season-ending injury. So you must know some of the extent of the injury. 
Yeah, just going back, let's break down all the games here real quickly, uh, as we always like to do. Just a couple seconds on each game. Uh, let us go to, hold on a second. Uh, let's go to the scoreboard here. Uh, let's hit this. Let's hit that. And then let's hit uh, this. All right, Pittsburgh and Falcons. Uh, Steelers win 19-16, a no-nothing game. Falcons had a chance to win, but they couldn't get it done. What else is new? End of the game. They like to kick a field goal with five and a half, six minutes left. Not a bad decision. Their offense wasn't exactly cruising. Uh, somewhere along the line, you got to see Desmond Ritter in there. I know the Falcons are mathematically alive, very much so, as a matter of fact, with the, with the Bucs. But... It, 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 listen, Marcus Mariota stinks. They, they just stink. They couldn't get the ball back, and that was the end. Packers beat the Bears for the unteamed time. Eighth straight win. 12-1 uh, and one, their last 13 meetings in Chicago. Aaron Rodgers now 26-5 and five against the Bears. I mean, he just owns the Bears. He just absolutely owns them. They scored 18 points, and you got the cover on a reverse with a couple of minutes left when really they could have run the ball right up the gut and probably ran the clock out, but instead they do a little reverse. Uh, got wide receiver Watkins takes a 50-plus yards for a touchdown, and they win by nine, not two. How about that? Uh, nice side by the Packers, too. You know, it's funny. I flipped the channel, and I look at it you know, for the closings, and then I go back and I see the Packers celebrating a touchdown, and I thought actually for a second that the Bears allowed them to score knowing that, okay, you're going to be down eight, and but I got two minutes left to tie the game rather than have the Packers just run out the clock. But that wasn't the case. Uh, that, that actually was a Christian Watkins reverse touchdown. So the Bear, the Packers went up seven, and then they went for two to go up nine. That's the ideal spot to go for two. I, I like that a whole lot uh, because the reward is well worth it. They go up nine, ball game over. And once again, for the unteam time, Justin Fields, I mean, how many games in a row has it been where this guy's had a chance? Now, in this case, it was just going to be an oh-by-the-way touchdown, but in the final two minutes of a game, three minutes of a game, he has failed, what, four times in a row now not to be able to lead his team down the field. You couldn't even get the backdoor cover for the guy. Can't complete a pass. Two interceptions. Lions blow out the Jaguars 40-14. Jeff, or Jared Goff, 31 of 41 for 340 yards. I tell you what, that Lion team at home, they may not win all their games, only three and four at home, but, man, they can score at home. They put 35 on the board, season opener against Philadelphia. They put 36 in a win against the uh, Commanders. They put 45 on the board against Seattle. They put 27 against our beloved Dolphins. Only 15, uh, oddly enough, against uh, the Packers. They put 25 in a loss against Buffalo, and they put 40 on the board yesterday. Uh, they, they're actually a halfway decent team at home, dare I say that. And in their wacky NFC, because they have that win over the Giants at 5-7, and seven, they are sniffing playoffs somewhat. Vikings hold off the Jets 27-22. Jets had the ball not once but twice in the final two and a half minutes and could not score a touchdown. One time he heard the Barrios drop early right in his arms. Wasn't White's fault, the quarterback. Um, he just dropped it. Uh, should have been a touchdown. And then the next time they had uh, a little more scramble mode there, but uh, they had a chance. They were inside the 15-yard line, and White threw a pick. And uh, the Vikings walk away with winners, uh, 27-22. Giants and Commanders tied overtime, as we talked about. I, you know, I, I looked it up here in the break, and uh, it, it's going to take some doing, but I do think they screwed up. And because they screwed up, the Giants screwed up. 
Why would the clock not stop in the final two minutes of overtime? You even have a two-minute warning in overtime. It's, it's got to be the same rules. But when that runner went out of bounds and lost the ball out of bounds, they started the clock. And then the Giants, the Giants screwed up anyway. I mean, there was 10 seconds left on the play clock, and they called a timeout. Because, I don't know, third and 10, even if you don't have the right defense on the field, you can't call a timeout there. You just can't. So that allowed Washington to run the ball on third down. Giants, no more timeouts. So instead of the Giants getting the ball back with about 40 seconds left, Giants, not even, about 50 seconds left, maybe 55, Giants get the ball back with 28 seconds left. Time for a couple plays with no timeouts. Time for a couple plays, and they had to settle for a 55-yard field goal, uh, which was way short. So, or 57-yarder, which was way short. But had they not called that timeout, and maybe they wouldn't have if the clock was running, um, or if the clock wasn't running, but they they waited, you know, for each team to get ready, and then they set the play clock, and then they started it. I, I got a feeling they've effed up on that one. Uh, Eagles 35-10 over the Titans. Uh, don't even get me started on that. Baltimore 10-9 uh, as Lamar Jackson leaves the game early with an ankle injury. Uh, Huntley comes in. Offense did not look good at all. They had a stupid uh, option pass on one play in the fourth quarter when they were dropping. Uh, what a dumb call that was. Uh, and then Huntley takes him down the field in the end. You know, his number's not bad, 27-32 to 32 for 187 yards, one interception. But he is not Lamar. I, I will say that. I think we all can agree on that. Lamar can throw the football a little bit better. But they got the job done in that Broncos offense again. Russell Wilson, 17-22. of 22. For 189 yards, oh, they, they, they just, that offense is the worst in the NFL. Man, I read where they have six second-half touchdowns all year. Six in 12 games. That's our little crazy stat of the week. Six touchdowns in 12 games in the second half. Oh, they're brutal. Browns beat the Texans 27-14. Nice job by the Texan fan base. The half the people that showed up, the place was empty from what I read. They weren't showing it, but uh, one of the articles I read said the place was half filled. So any thought of people protesting and yelling and screaming about the Sean Watson, I told you it wouldn't be a big deal. Uh, the fans there did boo um, for the first quarter every time they had the ball. Give them credit for that. But Watson, 12 of 22 for 131 yards, had an interception in the red zone. In fact, in the end zone. Didn't play well, but uh, two defensive touchdowns and a special teams touchdown. Boy, if you had the Browns defense yesterday in fantasy, that uh, you you, uh, you made out real well, real well on, on that one. Uh, offensively, nothing else. So, But stepping stone, I'm sure the Browns fans will tell you that. So they'll take it. It's a win by 13 as uh, the Texans just are just atrocious. Uh, Seattle scored a late touchdown. Geno Smith. Uh, over the Rams at 27-23, Rams do get the cover. Wolford ended up coming off. Uh, he ended up starting, actually, not Bryce Perkins. Uh, and the Rams were all fired up to play this game for whatever reason. But uh, Gino did a nice job, 367 yards, three touchdowns. Metcalf, the game winner, uh, with about 30 seconds left. Dolphins uh, lose to the 49ers, 33-17. Boy, first play from scrimmage, 75-yard touchdown pass. And you think this is going to be great. Two, it was awful. Awful. 18 of 33 for 295 yards and two touchdowns does not tell the story. Those numbers look like, okay, not that bad, Scott. But uh, he was sacked three times. He was picked off twice. 
He was off target the whole freaking game. Moose Johnson is doing the game and saying, boy, I, I don't understand this. Boy, he's just off target today. I don't get it. Boy, the, the numbers don't reflect the way he's throwing. Yeah, that's because, Moose, you don't watch Dolphin games like Dolphin fans do. We see it. That was tags. That, that was two tags. I don't care what stat you come up with as far as him being a, this great, accurate passer. He's not. Throws these 10-yard passes that the wide receivers go 75 yards like yesterday, and he gets credit for a 50- or 75-yard bomb. He's not throwing a ball deep. He's not accurate. I don't care what anybody says. I've seen him play enough. Man, missing wide open after wide open after wide open wide receiver. Ugh. And then they're down two scores late. I get it, but they take him out of the game because he hurt his ankle. What else is new? Skyler Thompson comes in, one throw, one interception, ball game over. 33-17. And a game that was there for the taking. You lost to Brock Stinkin' Purdy. Brock Stinkin' Purdy. Wow. All right, Dolphins now play the uh, the L.A. Chargers, who beat the Raiders. Uh, check that, lost to the Raiders yesterday. That was huge for Dolphin fans. That was big. 27-20. Raiders have now won three in a row. Uh, dare we say they have a shot to get back in this thing? I don't know about that, but uh, the Chargers fall into 6-6. Six and six. Justin Herbert had a couple of opportunities. Here's Bruce Staley. Uh, Bruce. Here's uh, uh, Brandon Staley. He's got two great wide receivers. He's got a great running back at Austin Eckler. He's got his life on the line. And who does he throw the ball to? DeAndre Carter, who stands five foot four, if he's lucky, <laughs> going against the Raiders' best defensive back, who's caught one pass all day, incompletion, not even close, and the Chargers lose. That's the great uh, Mr. Staley. Don't throw it to Keenan Allen. No, don't, don't throw it to Austin Eckler. No, no, no. Let's throw it to the smallest guy on the field who's covered by the Raiders' best defensive back when it's fourth down. What a bozo. What, a, what an absolute bozo. And it cost us our over. Fudge. And Dallas last night wins big over Indianapolis. Poor Matt, uh, poor Matt Ryan. He's got to retire. He, he's, he's, he's done. He's done. Opposite picks in all our plays for tonight coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Well, know what that music means. Time to take out those pad and pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks and newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, a little slip up on uh, Saturday slash Friday, the games we gave you, so we went to two and five. Uh, not too bad, though, of a loss because uh, we actually had one of those as a monster winner with one of the two winners. So uh, minus 2,600 even uh, if you're a $100 player and you've been with us from the beginning of the season. Here we go. We got a seven-pack of games for you, a little bit of everything. Uh, we're going to start NFL. We're going to wrap New Orleans plus the three at Tampa Bay. You know what? That's it. I'm done with Tampa Bay. I know on the surface you're like Tampa Bay at home, no less. 
uh, against who's it going to be? Andy Dalton, maybe? You know, Tom Brady's going to lose to Andy Dalton. I, I, you know what? I'm tired of saying that. I've been saying it all year. And yeah, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers both have been losing to these scrub players and teams. So last week's loss at Cleveland was the final straw for me. I don't care who they're playing, where they're playing, why they're playing, or what the line is. I'm going against Tampa Bay. Now give me Tampa Bay minus the three. Pick number two, college basketball, Kent State plus 16 at Gonzaga. You know, I'm thinking if Kent State can hang with number one Houston as they did last week, then they can certainly hang with number 14 Gonzaga, right? I mean, 16 points is a ton of points. These are not your father's Zaga team. They're good, but they're not great, great. I love Kent State getting 16, a team that wants to play in the 50s. Uh, give me Gonzaga, minus the uh, 16. Pick number three, NBA we go. Milwaukee laying nine at Orlando. Uh, things starting to fall apart for the Orlando Magic. Uh, you know, they started the season okay. They you know, put up a good fight there for a while, but uh, not anymore. Magic are uh, only uh, four and eight at home, five and 19 overall. They're not covering games either. Bucks will have a full team tonight after being off last night, so that's the key. Love Milwaukee here laying nine. Eh, give me uh, give me Orlando plus the nine. Pick number four, Oklahoma City plus six at Atlanta. Uh, trouble with the Hawks. Have you seen this? Reports say star Trey Young sat out the last game, not because of a shoulder injury, but really because of a verbal feud he has with head coach Nate McMillan. You know, this is the guy two years ago that was the darling, came on halfway through the season, led him to the Eastern Conference Finals, greatest guy in the world, this, that, what have you. And now all of a sudden, nobody's talking to each other. So OKC, love them getting six. Uh, give me Atlanta, uh, minus the six. Pick number five, Boston, plus one at Toronto. Boy, Celtics were victims Saturday to our great back-to-back -back system. However, that's not the case here. Instead, they play a struggling Raptors team that's just 5-6 and six its last 11 games. They are 9-2 at home, but uh, none of those games have come against the Celtics, who are a nice 8-3 on the road, and I'm getting a point. <laughs> Best record in the NBA, and you want to give me a point against a mediocre team. Where do I sign? Uh, give me Toronto, uh, plus the 1. Pick number uh, 6, Bo uh, Golden State laying 10 versus uh, Indiana. Pacers continue their West Coast trip. They run out of gas. They got buried by 16 in Portland last night. Third game in four nights, traveling each time. That is a clear recipe for disaster, especially now since they take out a Warriors team that's 11-1 at home, 42-20-2 against the spread, last 64 home games. Love Golden State here. Uh, give me Indiana plus the 10. Pick number seven. Hockey we go. Boston, the Bruins, minus 170 versus uh, Vegas. Greatest sports action of all time in play. Winners bet with streaks. Losers bet against streaks. Bruins have opened the season with an NHL record 14 straight home wins. I mean, you'd have to be the biggest bird brain, butthead, meathead, fathead, imbecile, simpleton, moron, dork, schmuck, klutz, clown, mental midget, jerk, jackass in the world to bet on Vegas tonight. Uh, give me uh, Vegas plus the 150. Opposite picks for a uh, Monday. NFL, Tampa Bay laying three against New Orleans. <coughs> Gonzaga laying 16 against Kent State. 
Orlando plus the nine against Milwaukee. Atlanta laying six against OKC. Toronto minus one versus Boston. Indiana plus 10 versus Golden State. And uh, it pains me to say it, but give me Las Vegas plus the 150 at Boston, the Bruins. Opposite picks for a Monday, December 5th. Good luck, folks. <clears throat> and there you go. Uh, I'll post those uh, on the front page of the website. Ah, you know what? I got a great email. I When I was saying what I was saying, I was just kind of rattling off names of these veteran quarterbacks that would need to be released. And uh, who's it, Jeff, I think? Or is it Jeff or Eric? I forget. I always forget the poor guy's name. Um, never puts his name on the emails, but that's okay. He came up with the home run. Uh, I would have got to it eventually. I promise you that. Nothing gets by Mr. Vegas. But how about this? How about the New York Jets releasing Joe Flacco? But why would the Jets do that? You know who their head coach is, right? Robert uh, Salat, right? Yeah. You know where he used to coach before he landed in New York slash New Jersey two years ago? San Francisco. You know who's sitting the bench right now, rotting away? Who happens to have, oh, by the way, a Super Bowl ring on his finger? Joe Flacco. Not bad, uh, Eric, uh, Jeff, Jim, Bob, Billy. Not bad. Uh, that's teamwork. I come up with the idea. You come up with the name. You watch the New York Jets over the next week or so release Joe Flacco. Absolutely. And then maybe since this offseason, you'll see a trade. You know, uh, San Francisco sends the Jets a third-round pick for a god-awful player. And you're like, why in the world are the Niners giving up a third-round pick for this loser? Because eh, it'll, it'll be payback for this. That's what it'll be. You, uh, I tell you what, he would have to – you know, I'm not, I'm not up to date on the NFL – Waiver rules. I, I think think I'm I'm pretty sure they got to clear waivers. So if I'm any one of those NFC teams, if I have room, I'm not giving San Francisco Joe Flacco. I'm not. If I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, do I have room on my roster for Joe Flacco? Probably not. But you know what? Do I want to back up? See, the problem is you got to put his salary. If, see, if you claim him off waivers, you have to put his salary on your roster. That's not easy to do. But that said, if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles or the Minnesota Vikings or the Dallas Cowgirls, and I have in my brain a realistic, absolute chance of winning the Super Bowl, I'll find a way to keep Joe Flacco off San Francisco. He's the one. He would be the one, and the Jets would be the team. Yeah. I tell you, you got two guys, right? You got the you got the Dolphins with Teddy Bridgewater, uh, with McDaniel being the former coach, and you got the Salah, both of them. I bet somebody helps out the Niners. Um, and and, and I, I think uh, Flacco would be the one. Don't forget, when he came in, he played those three games for the Jets. He threw, threw the ball for almost 300 yards every game. That's not bad. That, that's a pretty good one. All right, let's uh, let's get to our uh, pyramid plays and all that other good stuff that we like to do. Shots on goal and everything else. By the way, NFL trends five and three. 
hit with the uh, Green Bay versus Chicago, hit with under Denver, or excuse me, uh, over Detroit, uh, hit with over Minnesota. Uh, we did hit with under Denver. Boy, I tell you what, 40 and a half, 39 and a half for a Denver-Baltimore game? Are the boys in Vegas like crazy? You'll, you'll never find an easier winner than that one. Um, hit with the uh, under Giants-Washington. Got lucky, but it hit. We did lose with uh, Tennessee as an underdog. San Fran under as that last touchdown, which they shouldn't have scored. Pushed the game to an over, which stunk uh, to it. And then uh, we missed barely with the overchargers Raiders. So five and three for the season. We're now 33 up, 33 down. College football, we went four and four. Uh, we won betting against USC, lost betting on Ohio, lost betting on Coastal Carolina, uh, won on betting Tulane, uh, lost on LSU, won on Clemson, and lost on Purdue. Uh, so um, four and four. Actually, you know what? We put Clemson in twice. I mean, there were two trends, but it's one game. So you got to really say that as one. So actually, we went three and four, which is even better because that means for the season, we went 49, 48, and two. <laughs> How about that? You couldn't do that if you tried. And uh, people just uh, die for these trends. All right, pyramid plays. Um, NFL under 41 to Orleans, Tampa Bay, I think is your best play. How is that game getting to 42 points? College basketball, limited schedule tonight. Kent State plus 16 at the Zags. NBA, you got some good ones. I like the Celtics. You know, I, I like a few of those. I like Milwaukee, but I'm going to grab Golden State laying 10 versus Indiana, which is playing its third game in four nights, including last night in Portland. Um, so that, that, that tough spot against a rested Golden State team that's playing well at home. I think the Warriors are the best bet in the NBA. Hockey over six, Colorado, Philadelphia. I think uh, the Avs can get six goals all by themselves. And then best shot on goal. How about Montreal's Cole Caulfield? We don't use uh, too many Montreal guys uh, that often, uh, but we will tonight. And we don't use a three and a half that often either, but we will tonight as uh, the Montreal Canadiens are taking on the Vancouver Canucks, one of the worst teams defensively uh, in the NHL. So let's go with Cole Caulfield. Other guys we're going to use. We're going to put them in a parlay. Washington, Alex Ovechkin, three and a half, minus 170 versus uh, Mika Zabitajad for the Rangers, three and a half, minus 140. And then we're going to use another parlay, Washington again, John Carlson, two and a half, minus 165 with uh, Trocek for the Rangers at two and a half, minus 160. Each one of those will pay right around uh, 160, 170, 180. Straight plays. Not too many tonight. The numbers, the, the very high, but uh, I'll throw a couple shekels on uh, Tyler Toffoli, two and a half for Calgary. He's at minus 160. And we'll go with our boy, uh, uh, Jacob Truba, two and a half minus 115. I thought about Kreider, two and a half minus 170, but that's, that's just, you know, if you want to put it in and just uh, bet 100 to win, in, you know, what would it be? About 60 bucks. Um, actually, it wouldn't be that. It would be about $40. But, but you want to put it in another parlor, you can. I do like him, but I'm just not laying the minus 170. How about this? I've never seen this before. At least I don't remember it anyway. Colorado's Nathan McKinnon, five and a half. Now, the guy averages over five shots, six shots on, you know, over five, almost six, but over five shots on goal. But I've never seen a five and a half posted. Wow, I can't do that. Uh, that that, that needed six shots on goal. That that that's crazy. 
Uh, open parlay tonight. All right, we lost Friday with USC. Thanks for nothing. The injury really cost them. Uh, best play on the board tonight, $100 to win 90, under 41 New Orleans and Tampa Bay. That's going to be the leg number one of our 16 open parlay. Uh, we'll do the others when we come back. Opposite picks right here, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sirius XM Channel 159. All right, let us uh, continue along with our uh, pyramid plays and open parlay. So we're going to take on the under tonight in the NFL game as uh, a new leg, leg number one, six-leg open parlay, 100 bucks to win 90. Uh, our six-teamer to get against, uh, bet against the Blackhawks, uh, we're through five if you uh, follow along with us, uh, but they don't play tonight. Uh, six-team, $50, half a unit bet against San Jose, Arizona. Uh, last we left you, we won fifty. Uh, we won $31 on the L.A. Kings to win in regulation, minus 160 versus Arizona. So tonight we're going to go with the Calgary Flames. So we won 31. We're betting 50. So let's go to the NHL and find out what Calgary is to win in regulation because I know they're a monster, minus 360. I'm not going to do that. So 60-minute uh, no push is uh, minus 210. Oh, jeez. Even that's not really good, but uh, we'll, we'll take it. So $81 to win um, 39 on the Calgary Flames. Underdog open parlay. We hit with the Miami Heat with our system play on Friday, winning outright at plus 250 underdog. So our $25 quarter of a unit netted us $62.50. So we're going to take the uh, 25 out. We're not going to bet that anymore. So we have just our profits. We'll go from our profits on. We do that uh, with these things. 62.50. Where's the underdog play tonight, Scott? Uh, you want to go with uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints? Mm. Uh, you want to go with the Flyers at home? Mm. How about the Blues? Plus 152 against the Rangers. Uh, that's not bad. You want to go Capitals plus 132. Can't go Arizona. Can't go Montreal. Well, we could go Montreal, actually. Um, you know, the Rangers stink. Well, let's go uh, St. Louis. 61.50 on the St. Louis Blues to win $93. That's leg number two of our underdog open parlay. Dion, head coach of uh, Colorado. Guess things didn't work out in South Florida. Interesting. Football full circle. E.C. and Stevens coming up next. Get the Sports Grid mobile app and you'll never be alone. Take the latest episodes of your favorite shows with you anywhere. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. 